All right, welcome to Coffee with Marcus and Mark, the number one stock market show on Spotify and one of the most popular market updates on YouTube. In this show, we are going to talk to you about what's happening in the markets and how we are trading it. And today's Wednesday, May 24th, and the debt ceiling negotiations are still going on and the markets are getting nervous. Then also, today, the meeting minutes from the Fed meeting will be released. How will the markets react to this? And more importantly, how are we trading it? And uh, there were a few good opportunities this morning, and we'll show you what we did. By the way, if this is your first time here, I'm Marcus Hardcutter. This super smart guy over there is my head coach, Mark Hodge, and we are real traders who trade live accounts. So therefore, we got a lot of trading experience, and we're showing you how we trade these crazy markets. <laughs> so trust me, we know our stuff, and we're not afraid to tell you like it is. So if you're here looking for some honest insights into the fascinating world of trading, you are in the right place. And uh, yeah, I mean, Mark, we just talked about it briefly before the show. Two down days in a row. Yeah, pretty decent slide here, Marcus. Yesterday, the S&P uh, opening the session lower and ending the day near session lows down over 1%. So uh, a pretty decent slide across the board. The uh, Dow was also lower, not quite as much uh, down 0.7%. So uh, Dow making lows here that we haven't seen since March. And then the NASDAQ also gave up a little of its uh, uh, recent move higher, down 1.3% yesterday, and the sell-off continuing today. Yeah, and it's still all about uh, the debt ceiling negotiations because the clock is ticking. And we talked about it a few weeks ago when traders weren't concerned about it. We, we said, okay, wait for it. As we get closer, traders will focus on it. And they sure do. Look at this. The VIX, the fear gauge, now above 20. Definitely showing that there's something in the air. Yeah, VIX uh, at highs that we haven't seen since early May, about three weeks ago. Um, but with where we're trading at right now, if we were to close at these levels, uh, it would be highs not seen since March and those highs were kicked off uh, by the uh, banking crisis. So uh, interesting, interesting to see. However, it's no surprise that politicians are going to, you know, butt heads and mel milk out every last second because this is the way for them. Yeah. And, <laughs> I mean, uh, yesterday I also saw that some were questioning uh, Treasury Secretary Yellen and said, you know what, this this June 1st deadline I don't think you're really serious about it. We, we don't think it's June 1st. So this is where now the nervousness comes in. Okay, will they drag it out uh, after June 1st? And when we had uh, the uh, a debt ceiling crisis, when was it in 2011? Yeah. I mean, literally, when the date came, it was August 2nd, 2011. And shortly after this, the markets tanked 12%. So, yeah. I mean, this is where we see nervousness in the markets here very, very clearly. And then, um, yeah, in addition to this, we also have this afternoon the Fed meeting minutes that are being released at uh, 2 p.m. Eastern time, 1 p.m. for me, Central time. Sure. And, and so debt ceiling is the flavor of the week. But long term, it, there's no doubt that the markets are clearly focused on the Fed and fighting inflation. And so those FOMC meeting minutes from last meeting, they, they could shed some light into or on uh, what 
the individual Fed members are, are thinking and, and just how split they might be or if uh, there are other concerns that popped up? Uh, yeah, especially since now traders starting to believe that uh, the end of uh, the interest rate hikes is not yet there. I mean, earlier today, we had a 65-35% chance, 35% uh, for a rate increase at the next meeting. Uh, now it has shifted to 72-28%. But I, I, we talked about it yesterday already. The probabilities are changing. And uh, I think that's the significant one that traders now believe, okay, first of all, interest rates might go higher and they might stay up there. Sure. When you're looking at the meeting probability page that you have up right now, uh, the blue is the uh, highest probability. Uh, but you'll notice that uh, one to the right that that we are a, a little more split on a potential hike there, uh, especially at the July meeting where uh, yeah. it's 1541. And I think this crept up after we had some Fed members speaking earlier this week and say, okay, we, we might pause. However, when we pause, it just means we are looking at data. It doesn't yep. mean that we are over. So right now, this is where traders think, okay, they might pause there. But yeah, you're right. This is pretty much a 50-50 split uh, that uh, at the next meeting, which is in uh, towards the end of July, that the Fed might raise interest rates again. Sure. And that is a shift. Yeah, and uh, this is where today's Fed meeting minutes might give us uh, a little bit more indication. I mean, at some point, traders need to start shifting and paying attention to what's happening here in the two-year yield, in the 10-year yield that has been creeping up, right? It's also to, uh, interesting that the two-year yield today is down together with the stock market. That is interesting. So you have 10 years up, uh, two-year yield down and maybe closing the gap a little bit between the two and, and 10 year, uh, because uh, right now a little bit out of whack, uh, well, recently uh, since the, the Fed started targeting inflation. But uh, hey, maybe the minutes uh, will we'll get the markets moving and uh, the direction now is the question. Yeah. Well, and then we also have uh, the tail end of earnings season. And we know that retailers are reporting today. The big surprise came from Kohl's pulling back now. But earlier today, they were up, uh, what, 13 percent or something like this right now, still up seven and a half percent. Yeah, real nice gain. I, I think it was even, you know, closer to 18, 19, 20 percent uh, at one point. And so they reported better than expected earnings. Uh, which was a surprise, a surprise profit. The estimate was minus 43 cents a share. Instead, they came in at plus uh, 13 cents. So big surprise there. Revenue uh, came in lower than expected there. Um, but yeah, that, that change or surprise had investors excited. Yeah, and then we also had Abercrombie and Fitch A and F the symbol, and I mean they are skyrocketing now up twenty seven percent. Yeah, huge move there. I mean, just taking off and opening higher, but continuing to rally. Uh, so big, big move. Uh, Abercrombie they had a better than expected uh, earnings, also reporting. Uh, uh, well, a surprise profit for the quarter as well and a better revenue. Yeah. So, I mean, this is where these retailers are soaring, but it doesn't affect the overall market. I mean, uh, this is where right now 
For the Nasdaq, we're down a little bit over 1%, the S&P uh, almost 0.9%, the Dow 0.7%. And uh, we kind of like this because uh, we like to sell puts on down days. Sure. And with the wheel scanner, we had a bunch of opportunities popping up uh, with this recent slide uh, that, you know, it was a little unfortunate because some of these are very correlated to uh, like a PNC as an example, a position that I'm in, uh, but still had some some opportunities to pick up today. Yeah. Before we show you what exactly we did today, let's talk about our existing positions and uh, let's actually start with AMD. That's a position that you're in and uh, you sold the 103 uh, calls against your existing position expiring on Friday. Uh, right now, AMD pulling back a little bit. Are you thinking about rolling maybe? I'm leaning towards letting this go, but I am monitoring it. I'm keeping an eye on uh, things. Right now, it looks like or the last I checked, it looked like the credit I could receive was about a buck, a buck five on the roll for my plan. Technically, to get sixty percent annualized, I would want to see a dollar seventy four. So uh, a decent credit, above thirty percent annualized, but not quite the sixty percent that I prefer. So leaning towards letting this go, but. Uh, I'm still monitoring it this week. We also have NVIDIA reporting earnings after the bell. And uh, we've seen in the past, there's some sympathy or, or uh, correlated movement between uh, AMD and NVIDIA when there is earnings. Uh, so yeah, that could go either way. And it could be that we're below 103 uh, and those uh, calls expire worthless or we're right at the money and uh, rolling gets uh, much more profitable. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll definitely keep you posted there. Uh, then CTRA, uh, that's a position that I'm in. I sold the 26 calls against my existing position. Uh, right now, today, uh, a little bit of a pullback, 0.75%, uh, pretty much in line with the market. And then uh, if I still own the shares, which it seems I will, tomorrow at the open, I'm eligible for another dividend payment. And this will be my second dividend payment that I get in CTRA, Cotera Energy. Yeah, and... Uh... A decent dividend for the the share price for sure. Yeah, it's it's twenty cents. So uh, I mean that's uh, that's a pretty good. Uh, so we see here that the dividend yield is eight point two percent. So that's not bad at all. All right, PNC uh, pulling back a little bit today, but uh, back in the range where we want to see it, and now we want to see that it goes back to the upper side of the range so that we can sell calls, but. Uh, I mean, especially with the overall market uh, today showing weakness uh, down 1.5%, I'm okay with that, as long as we, we stay within this range. Agreed. We're just kind of uh, flirting with the uh, 119-120-ish, and uh, I, this is to be expected with an overall market uh, drop. Yeah. All right, before we show you what we were looking at today, one more that we have. This is a position that we entered yesterday. Uh, SYY, and uh, you see it's all shaded pink because uh, we, we saw that it was trading beautifully in a range. So yesterday we sold puts, we sold the 70 put, uh, and today uh, SYY against the market is up 0.3%. So not bad at all. Yeah, working out nicely right now. Uh, for, for me, 28% uh, profit on uh, the, the premium uh, decrease since it was a credit we received. Not quite enough to get my 80% exit with one day, uh, but still looking good. 
Yeah, definitely moving in the right direction. So this is looking good. All right. Uh, so I want to show you what we saw today on the scanner, what we found. Before we do this, if you find this helpful, do us a favor and give us a like. And uh, also, if you have any questions, leave a comment. We already appreciate all of your comments. All right. Two trades that we were looking at today. I was looking at GM. Again, just because, I mean, I've been trading GM General Motors uh, for the for the past few weeks and uh, always uh, around the 31, 32 strike price. And uh, today it popped up here, uh, as we can see, with the 31 strike price for next week. And uh, that's what I did. So uh, let's just hop over to the calculator. I sold it for 30 cents. And based on my account size, this would be $1,650 in premium. And uh, I'm liking this trade. Nice. Yeah. Right. And then we were both we were both looking at SU, Suncor, because I mean, that's something that uh, you have been trading. And uh, I mean, this is also something that I've been interested in. And this was quite interesting because I was looking at the 28 strike price uh, and you were looking at the 2750. Yeah, I was torn here because I've sold the 28. I like the 28. The premium on the 28 was outstanding. Uh, why I lean towards the 2750 is it's going out to next week's expiration, right? So uh, on a Wednesday, I'm open to selling this Friday's expiration and next week's. And uh, looking at uh, next week's made the most sense for Suncor, but because I was going out a little further in time, I thought taking it down a strike made sense to me, being a little more conservative. Yeah. So initially I was trying to get 40 cents, then I lowered it to 35 cents. This would still be 45% annualized, but I think this one, you timed it perfectly because if we switch to a five minute chart, we see that it was falling and right here, this is when I was trying to sell it for 40 cents, 35 cents, and then we had this sharp reversal. You got filled at your 27.50. I did not get filled uh, on mine. So you are in this position. I'm not in there just yet. I like it. Not I that know. you didn't get filled, but I, no, I like no, the I, I mean, I, I like the trade. <laughs> I, I definitely like the trade. So, yeah, and I said, uh, there were just a, a bunch of others on the scanner that kind of looked interesting, but uh, with, a, with a kind of high correlation. I, I was looking at, uh, at Goldman Sachs as a possibility here. Wanted to see if we can fall a bit more and then maybe sell puts around 300, but very correlated to PNC, the bank here. Um, I was also just uh, trying to decide what to do with uh, Citigroup. Citigroup seemed to have found a bottom here and uh, selling the 4250. But again, this is another bank and we don't want to be too correlated and too overexposed in one industry. Yeah, and, and that's, that's uh, in our opinion, very important when we're managing our wheel portfolio, uh, just because in uh, general, it will help reduce risk, right? Because if uh, your whole portfolio is correlated and uh, the stocks in it are going up, you're very happy. But if your portfolio is heavily correlated and everything's going down, you're taking on more risk. What we want is a scenario where, hey, one stock might be down, but another stock might be up. Or even if one stock is down 2%, another stock might be down 0.5%, something more reasonable. So that's where correlations matter. Yeah. 
Take another quick look at the markets to see what's happening there. And by the way, if you haven't subscribed to the channel, do this now. Now is a good time. Uh, so this way you get notified whenever we go live. And it seems that right now, after the initial down move, markets uh, are waiting probably for the Fed meeting minutes or any news from the debt ceiling negotiations. Looks like it. A little bit of a, little bit of a, a pause there. Yeah. But again, most remarkable, the VIX, the VIX that jumped up and is just staying above 20 for now. So this were, I believe, at uh, two o'clock Eastern time this afternoon when the Fed meeting minutes will be released. We will see more movement. What do you think? In which direction? I think it'll be to the downside. You know, I think that right now markets are sensitive to the debt ceiling talks because it seemed positive on Monday. And since then, there seems to be a little more uh, concern. So if the Fed comes in and they're talking about keeping rates elevated and maybe even raising rates, I, I think that just could be the, the cherry on the top, pushing the markets down a little bit more before we get this debt ceiling resolution, which I do believe is going to happen. Um, but I do think it's going to come down to the wire. Yeah. In the meantime, we're loving it because this where, as you can see, there are trading opportunities and this is what we like to see on down days. And if you would yeah. like to know how exactly we are trading this and taking advantage of these markets is take a look at these videos. We have a couple of videos uh, linking here. Uh, check those out. Give us a like and then we'll see you again tomorrow. Happy trading, everybody.